Welcome to episode 30 of Inside Warhawk Athletics presented by Educators Credit Union. My name is Chris Linicky and I'm an assistant athletic director for the Warhawks. Up first on the podcast today, we have three members of the UW-Whitewater Women's Swimming and Diving Program. Victoria Hamill, Abby Thompson, and Skylar Budney join me to talk about their 2020-21 season, prospect of starting up February 1st. We also talked about their experiences within the program and talked about the family atmosphere of the program, as well as their futures at UW-Whitewater. Second part of the pod, Nate Trannell talks with Joe Wirth, a member of the Warhawk football team from 2012 to 15. Joe is a part of a couple of national championship teams, now owns his own business. Uh, So good conversation between Nate and Joe. Thanks to Joe and thanks to the three members of the women's swimming and diving team for joining us on this episode. So thank you to Educators Credit Union. Thank you to our listeners and go Warhawks. We are joined now by three members of the UW-Whitewater women's swimming and diving team. We have Skylar Budney, a senior from Wheaton, Illinois, graduate of Glenbard South High School. We have Victoria Hamill, a junior from Wisconsin Rapids Lincoln High School. And we have Abby Thompson, a junior from DePier High School. Ladies, thanks so much for joining me today. Um, we'll start with, uh, with Skylar. Um, Skylar, just talk a little bit about um, practices so far and how, how everything's been going uh, in, the, in the pool in the Williams Center so far. Um, about five-ish practices a week since like, pretty like October. They've been pretty good, just keeping us in shape and um, like with our season and everything. Um, practice of, like our coaches and making it as normal as can. Um, we still are able to swim with as many people as we possibly can, and they're still making this just fun. And Abby, I want to direct this question to you. Um, talk to me about. You know, the, with the announcement from the WIC coming on Friday, um, it sounds like we are going to have some some sort of a winter season um, contingent on testing starting in February. Um, have you all talked about that as a team, or is that something that Coach Kanaki has addressed yet? Um, we have briefly got an email from her. She's actually um, getting ready to so she can see her family. So we haven't seen her the last couple of days, but she did send an email and we all know very open and we can talk to her about anything um, that we want. As a team, we've kind of talked about it and I think um, all of us are really excited with even the potential to have it. And um, we're ready. That I think we're in a good position to compare to a lot of schools that we will be able to perform when we get the opportunity. All right. Awesome. Um, so, you know, I'm going to go back for all of you since you all are in your third or fourth year with the program. Um, but Vic- Victoria, we'll start with you. Um, just talk to me about when you were kind of going through the recruiting process. Um, or I think in your case, you just told me that you were a walk on to the program. What what was it about UW-Whitewater that made you come here? Yeah, so the list is definitely not pinpointed to like one thing. Something that definitely stood out to me is the accredited business school. 
um, along with the smaller class sizes. And another huge thing was the location between bigger cities. Uh, and yeah, like you said, I was actually a walk-on and I had no idea until a couple weeks into school until I found myself like randomly in coach's office. And since then, uh, I've just been so grateful for the choice that I made here. I'll go to you next. Um, talk to me about why you chose to be Whitewater. Um, I chose it mainly because the campus was good. It was really pretty. And I didn't want to go to like really big. And the team was really welcoming and they like already felt like a family to me. So the team, the big part was the team accepting of like everyone. All right, Abby, same question for you. Um, yeah, so mine's similar to actually both of theirs. I'm a business major, so the business school really stood out to me. Um, I really like the class sizes and the all-inclusive business program that we get. We get a little bit of everything, which I really liked. Um, and then the atmosphere of the team. We really are truly a family, and it was so awesome to be welcome into that even on a recruiting trip and I hadn't even made my decision like everybody was so welcoming and wanted me to come and so that really helped me make my decision as well Victoria um, I'm going to direct this question at you talk, talk to me about last season and the, the team um, finished third at, in the conference um, won several WIC championships. Um, Renata Schloman is the swimmer of the meet, and she, you know, punches a ticket to the national meet, which ended up not happening due to the pandemic. But um, talk to me about last season and, and sort of how that, um, how you guys hoped had hoped to build off that this year. Yeah, so we definitely don't have a shortage of an ama like of amazing athletes, but it's safe to say that we'll continue to train hard, uh, keeping that end goal in mind of conference, swimming fast and swimming well, even through all of the uncertainties right now. Um, also building with our program, something super important is when recruits come to visit, we try to make sure that they can meet as many of us as possible so that they understand like the welcoming environment that we have. But our coaches definitely do an exceptional job scouting for new people. Skylar, I want to ask you since, you know, you've been in the program the longest, but um, Abby alluded to it in her previous answer about attending UW-Whitewater, just about the kind of family atmosphere within the program. Um, talk to me about that and how it's really unique from, you know, anything that you've ever, that you've been a part of. Well, this team is like a second. And I love how we get to train with both guys and girls. It really like broadens everything to get new swimming for most girls was like just a girls team and so being able to swim with boys like it helps us push ourselves and like excel like inside the water inside like we all help each other with like school like if some of us have the same majors like it's really nice to like, work with each other on that meets and like team functions that we have the parents love to get involved which is great they all love hanging out together and like doing things which makes the swimmers like really appreciate it that like everyone's getting along 
and everything. And yeah. Abby, um, you know, Skylar kind of alluded to it in her answer, but there, there is the men's and women's programs do train together. Um, you compete at meets together, um, not unlike uh, cross country um, track and field at UW-Whitewater, the tennis programs to some degree. Um, but talk, kind of give me your assessment of that as well, because it really does seem like that dynamic kind of adds to the chemistry and um, really helps pe really helps everyone kind of perform to their best. Yeah, for sure. I personally, I know we're separate teams, but like the way we train together and the um, like atmosphere on our team does not seem like we're two separate teams to me like we are one team and everything we do we do together and um but yeah the having the guys as like in practice with us it really Skylar said it but it really does push us because we're like oh like we can make that interval or we try to like um live up to a standard of them as well which is really fun and it makes a competitive atmosphere in practice which I really enjoy so and at meets like everybody's there for everyone and there is no separation between men and women like we really it really is just one team Victoria can you take that question as well just kind of discussing that atmosphere with the team yeah, just the dynamic of our team is so amazing. And as a swimmer, nobody can truly understand what our bodies go through, like on a day-to-day -day basis with training. So we're really fortunate to have a team of wonderful guys by our side to just keep it fun and, like Abby said, very competitive. And we really just don't do anything apart, and it's one of the best things. For sure. Um, and I want to go to each of you on this one, um, and we'll start with Skylar. Um, I want to hear your favorite meet of the year, and I, I probably know the answer already, um, but just talk about your favorite meet and why it's your favorite meet. Well, I put two things down when you sent this. So first, the actual meet would be our meet, our dual meet against Stevens Point. So we have a lot of sibling rivalries in like the future right now, or not in the future, the present right now and in the past. We've just gotten, we just have a lot of friendships on that team and they give us like a really good competition. They help us like train and prepare us for like conference and what's to come, give us a who we're looking at for this year and everything. And they just like, they make it a fun and interesting meet for us. So that's always been my favorite. I mean, we're still getting there, but it's just like very All right, Abby, let's hear from you. Um, my favorite meet is obviously conference just because of we prepare all year for this one meet and it's really fun and everybody has each other's backs and we get to like, um, room with our friend, like room with our teammates too, which is really, really fun. But if I had to pick something other than conference, it would actually be the all Wisconsin meet. We swim really tired usually at that meet, but it's fun to like see some new, um, teams and be able to compete about all compete with like a ton of schools from Wisconsin. So just gives us a little bit of different competition, which I really like. All right, Victoria, let's hear from you. 
Yeah, and along with them, I have to choose conference as well. I mean, hands down, the atmosphere is so incredible, and people are racing so fast. The volume is so high. Everybody's screaming. Coach is jumping up and down. Um, and there's also so many bittersweet aspects to it because you find yourself watching a lot of the seniors racing their last events, and no matter what team you're a part of, the whole conference is backing those people, and it is just such a bliss experience. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite, one of my favorite events to attend every year is uh, I usually attend one of the night, <clears throat> one of the night sessions at uh, at the conference meet over in Brown Deer, and it's uh, it's definitely one of a kind. It's it's fun to be a part of. So, um, I wanna I wanna um, turn to Skylar for this one. Um, you know, unfortunately, the program has dealt with some tragedy. Um, really over the past 10 years, um, starting with Tyler Slack, um, who passed away from cancer. Uh, you had uh, Spencer Twining, who passed away in a motorcycle accident in 2016. Um, and then most recently, Alex Culchin, um, who not only was a, an integral member of the team as the assistant coach and an alumnus, um, but he was also a big part of our athletics department. Um, he was a part of the game management staff. He did public address. He was really a, a man of many talents um, who we really lost too soon. But um, Skylar, you, uh, you knew Coach Colchin. Um, you were a part of the team in his last year as an assistant coach. Um, talk to me a little bit about, uh, you know, how the program really rallied together or continues to rally together when these things happen. Yeah, um, like you said, with Spencer, he passed a year before I came onto Whitewater. So everyone above me knew him and had so many great memories with him. And the way they remembered him, which I liked the best, was they made t-shirts that represented him and showed things that he loved, like, how he portrayed himself to everyone else and how strong and loved he was on the team. And so with the news of Colchin, it was hard for the senior class. We all had him as a coach our freshman year, and he was so outgoing, so funny. He made every practice so much more enjoyable should have been. Um, he was just amazing. He recruited some of my class, and it was just a shock to us all when we heard it because it was out of the blue, but he touched so many people's lives through Whitewater. We, we all know that. Like you said, he was a student through the athletic department, and he just had a really big impact on a lot of our lives. So we actually made t-shirts for him also this year after we heard the news, and there's a link in the swim team Instagram bio to buy t-shirts. We had upperclassmen from us who have like who either swam with Colchin or had him longer as a coach like help us design and put like on I guess and so that was really fun to do to incorporate him still in our lives and on the team absolutely and those those t-shirts of course um also on sale or I, I should say linked from the U, from uwwsports.com as well um, it's on social media, so 
um, definitely. Uh, and all the, all the proceeds go to Patty's Paws, which was very close, near and dear to Alex's heart um, he, as he fostered several dogs, um, you know, during his time at UW-Whitewater. So, um, you know, definitely somebody that, uh, that, will, that I certainly will remember, and so will the entire athletic department. You know, Abby, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about the current coaching staff. Um, so Alex and Joel Rawlings, the former coach, um, left the program prior to the 2018 season, and Elise Kanaki was hired. Um, and she's somebody who was a student athlete at the Division Three level. She was an, she was a coach at the Division Three level. Most recently, she was, um, I believe, at Southern Illinois as an assistant coach. Um, so, Abby, talk to me about uh, Elise and, um, you know, what she really brings, uh, what, she, what kind of atmosphere that she fosters within the program. Uh, so, Elise um, is a really awesome coach. She really pushes us to be the best that we can be in and outside of the pool, which I really like. Um, she really cares about how we're doing academically along with how we're doing in the pool. Um, she pushes us at practice really hard, but um, it helps us lean on our teammates, and she really encourages that. And, um, yeah, she really helps us be the best people we can be, and I think we're all really grateful for that. Victoria, um, there's been a new addition to the staff. Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey Regan is now an assistant coach um, with the program. Uh, and have you had an opportunity to talk with her a little bit? Yeah, we all have. Uh, she's a very transparent person, a, a very welcoming person. And her and Coach Elise uh, complement each other very, very well. I know it's only a couple months into season but i am very excited to like continue this relationship between coach and athlete um she's a really great addition to our team excellent um for my final question i want to ask each of you um just to kind of talk about uh, first of all just tell 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 us about what you're studying um and then just kind of what your future holds because i know this year more than ever um there's a lot of you have, you know, you've been granted an extra year of eligibility if you want it. Um, you know, some student athletes have, have already decided that they're going to be using that. Some um, have continued to move forward with their with their class schedule and, and won't be using it. Um, but just kind of tell me about where you're at in that decision making process. And again, just kind of what you're studying and, and uh, how you're progressing with your classes. So Skylar, we'll start with you. Okay. Well, I'm a senior this year, so I am taking two summer classes and then I'm done after this semester. I am majoring in psychology and in bio. Um, with the news of us being able to have another eligibility, think it through and talk to my parents about it because it was it's a little bit of a big decision when it comes down to it but this would be my last full year at Whitewater and that I will be going on to get my master's next fall or next winter somewhere back at home but it was a really big tough decision to decide not whether or not to stay at Whitewater to swim another year or not 
my body's just at the point where it's somewhat giving out, so I don't know if I would be able to handle as much as I could. It was definitely a very hard, tough decision knowing that some of my class is definitely coming back for next year because we have another year of Yeah. Thank you, Skylar. Abby, we'll go to you next. Yeah, so I'm a junior like you had mentioned. Um, I'm a business management and corporate and health communications major. So with a double major, I actually have an additional semester that I have to go. So I have all of next year and then um, the fall semester of, um, it would be what, 2022. So um, my plan right now is to potentially swim that semester, but I would only swim um, for one semester. I don't think I would extend my um, schooling. Um, just for like as much as I love swimming, I do um, want to get out in the real world and use my degree. So yes, that's my plan right now. I'm hoping that I decide to use that final semester, but um, I'm just going to see how next goes. And if I end really well, then I guess that's, I'll take it and run. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Victoria. Yeah, and <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I'm a marketing major, and I will be graduating in May of 2022. So I will be able to finish all four years, um, and I will not be coming back for a following season. Uh, yeah, and I'm just going to keep trying to make the best of my time here. Of course, I wish this year counted as eligibility, but I'm grateful for the seniors that they get to use another year. All right. Well, thank you um, again for joining me today on Inside Warhawk Athletics presented by Educators Credit Union. Um, you know, thanks for representing us, uh, you know, in whatever you do, whether it's in the pool. Um, I know it's a, it is an absolutely grinding sport that takes a, a toll um, on the body. So I, we, you know, we in the athletic department appreciate your hard work. Um, we appreciate you representing us um, on road trips, wherever you're at. Um, so best of luck to all of you moving forward um, and uh, and have a good rest of the, uh, well, a, a good finals week, I guess. So <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Let's take a break to talk about Educators Credit Union. We're all educators in our own way. Whether you share knowledge in a classroom with your kids or with your friends, there's a teacher in you. That's why Educators Credit Union membership is open to anyone who works or lives in southeastern Wisconsin. To learn more about joining us, visit ecu.com or call toll-free 1-800-236-5898. That's ecu.com or toll-free 1-800-236-5898. Educators Credit Union achieving more together. Now, back to the podcast. My name is Nathan Trannell, and I'm a graduate assistant for the Warhawks. Today's guest is former captain and national champion for the Warhawk football team, Joe Wirth. Joe played for the Warhawks from 2012 to 2015 and finished his career with two national championships, 140, yard, 140 receptions, over 1,500 yards receiving, and 16 touchdowns. Joe is currently, currently the president and CEO of his own company, Dreamworth Homes, that he started up in June of 2017. Joe, thank you so much for joining me today. How are things going for you, man? Hey, Nathan. Thanks for having me. Um, things are going great, man. It's I woke up today. You know, it's a blessing. Every single day you get to 
go out there and kind of um, shoot for whatever goals you're you're trying to hit. So I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you on. So the first question I have for you, Joe, is actually, you know, since you've been done with football, you know, what are some hobbies that you've that you gotten into? Yeah, so, um, you know, kind of like you mentioned earlier, I have my own business. So a lot of my time is spent, you know, trying to fine tune my business and trying to be the best business owner that I can be. Outside of that, I really, I got two dogs and I really enjoy spending time with them and my fiance um, and work out every morning, you know, get up at 5 a.m. to go work out. I think that's very important to continue doing that, um, you know, life after football. So those are the things that I enjoy doing. Yeah, without a doubt. And that's something I'm trying to get into a little bit more here is that wake up early, get a workout in, right? Then you accomplish something already for the day. So, right, exactly. Yeah, so you're actually currently living in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and like you said, right, you just started your own real estate company called Dreamworth Homes. You know, how, how is that process going for you so far? It's going great. Every day is a new challenge. Um, being a business owner is um, something I never really pictured myself doing, but I just I kind of fell into it. And I really enjoy having complete ownership and control of my own destiny, my own life. Um, so I, I get to challenge myself every single day. And um, the business is going great. You know, we're continuously, um, you know, getting better and better each day, which is what, you know, something I learned from playing football my whole life. Yeah, without a doubt. And that's what we talk about still today, right? You want to get that 1% better every single day. So mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, mentioning football there, I want to take a, a deep dive into your love for the game. You know, kind of when did you start playing football? Yeah, so I grew up on the south side of Milwaukee um, and, you know, I have an older brother, so I was probably around, I mean, I grew up around it all the time. My older brother always watched football. He was actually a 49ers fan growing up. So Jerry Rice is, you know, somebody I always looked to, looked up to growing up and somebody I tried to model my game after. And, um, you know, I think I was probably like six or seven years old. Like, I was always playing tackle football with all the neighborhood teenagers. And I'm this little guy out there, and I'm just, you know, out there just having a ball. So um, that was kind of when I fell in love with the game was just actually playing it, um, seeing my older brother um, watching it all the time. And then I started getting involved in, you know, tackle football, peewee football. And then I just, I never stopped from there. I've always been involved in football and it's, um, you know, it, it's been a blessing to um, be able to play the game and at the level that I was able to play it at. Without a doubt. And, you know, in high school, actually you were a three sport athlete at Hartford Union high school. Uh, and you actually ended up going to Rutgers uh, your first your freshman year. You know, tell us about that recruiting process and how you actually ended up coming to UW-Whitewater. Yeah. Um, so actually out of high school, um, I didn't really get recruited much, honestly. Um, and I, I hope that anybody out there listening really understands that um, just because you're not, you know, a three-star, four-star recruit doesn't mean you can't play at a high level. So um, I actually went, I applied for a couple uh, schools and I, I wanted to play you know, division one, I knew that I had the, the capabilities of doing that plan at the highest level. Cause I always like to push myself, you know, to my extreme limit. So, um, I went out, I got accepted to the school at Rutgers and I was literally a true walk on, I, you know, I connected with the coaches there. Um, they asked me to try out, like literally I had to do like a mini combine tryout. So, um, I was, I think there was like a hundred people that tried out and I was one of two that made it. The other guy ran like a four, three. So I was, <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess I can play with these guys. Um, and then after my first year, um, at Rutgers, our head coach, uh, his name was Greg Schiano. I'm sure a lot of people have heard the name. Um, he ended up taking a head coaching job with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, 
um, you know, here's this head coach brings me in. I'm a, I'm a redshirt walk on. And then we get a new coach and I got to start all over again. So um, at that point, I was like, you know, what? I really just want to play. It's not about what level I'm playing at. It's really about playing the game. So um, I had um, a connection with a, a former uh, Warhawk athlete. His name is Aaron Roosh. He went to my high school. And uh, I saw that he was doing big things there, you know, winning national championships. And I was like, I need to be part of this program. So um, I got connected with um, Coach Leipold and former offensive coordinator, Coach Dinkle. And uh, they were happy to have me, um, you know, transfer over. And, and the, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, that's a good story, though, right? You weren't recruited heavily out of high school. And you wanted to go and see what you can do and push yourself. And obviously, we were happy to get you here at Whitewater. And everything worked out pretty well. But so uh, d during your career, so once you got to UW-Whitewater, you were able to contribute to the team in your first season here. You know, tell us what it meant for you um, in your first year contributing to the team for the Warhawks. It was awesome. <laughs> um, I mean, so transferring from D1 to, you know, D3, most people, they're like, oh, I need to play immediately. That wasn't the case for me. You know, I didn't play much the first, you know, game or two. And it was really a, a – I really had to swallow my pride and realize that, you know, I'm not some hotshot. I'm, you know, I'm just another ball player out there, and I, I got to prove myself every single day. It's not just, you know, you play at this this high level for one year, and you think you can come in and, and you know, start right away. It's not how it works. You got to earn your stripes. And um, once I did did start getting reps, um, you know, I, I I never took it for granted. You know, I worked my butt off every single day, and uh, I think that's what a lot of people. Um, they come into these programs, um, whether it's D3, D2, D1, and they've always been, you know, the best player at their high school. And they got to come into, you know, college and, you know, they're among everybody on their team is, was the best player in high school. So you just got to really swallow your pride and work your butt off to get playing time on the field. Yeah. And I was kind of in the same scenario there as well. Um, I, I transferred in from a D2 school and you know, I, it wasn't just, you know, I came from a higher level that I could come in here and had the mindset, oh, I'm going to take over. No, like you said, it's it's a competition every day. And uh, Whitewater, there's there's guys that do this all the time, right? There's, there's D1 talent at Whitewater. And so you're not just going to be able to come down here and give it to you because you're from that school. You have to work your butt off every single day to get it. And there's competition, right? It's open open depth chart every day. So I think yeah, that's yeah. good just to hear for guys to hear, right? You can't just... Just because you're a big shot in high school or uh, from a different school, you have you have to continue to work to get that spot. To be, you have to earn it here. Absolutely, I think that's a credit to the coaches and the culture at Whitewater. You know, we we run it like a big time program, and we expect you know players to play, you know, make, make big time plays. Really, yeah, got to got to come out there and compete every single day. Yep, every single day. So actually over your career, you played in, you know, 49 games and had over 1,500 yards receiving. You know, what was the mindset you had going into every game? Just execute. You know, you know, whatever my role was that game, whether it was, you know, if we weren't going to be passing the ball much and I was going to be doing a lot of blocking, it's, you know, whoever I'm blocking, run them to the ground. It, it really doesn't matter, you know whatever my role is, I'm, I'm doing it to hundred percent. And it, and really it's for the team. It's not, it's not about yourself. You, you do your job. If every, every, if all 11 guys on the team do their job to the best they can, you know, you guys can't be stopped. And that's, that was the mindset I had just whatever my job is, I got to execute. That's a mindset that I think everybody should have, right? It's not, it's not a, for you. It's, it's for the entire team. So 
Um, actually, you were also a part of two national championship teams here at UW-Whitewater in 2013 and 14. You know, what was so special about those two, two, two teams? We, we just all love the game, and we all just came together. I think looking back now, I think what we had in those, you know, those years was really special, and I think it was camaraderie. I think uh, all of us had the same purpose, what we were playing for, and it was for each other, and it was to go 1-0 each game. And so we really focused on that, and we all came together those two years. You know, we couldn't be stopped. And it's evident by, you know, the championships that we brought back to Whitewater. Yeah, and obviously we had a run there for a while, just making it to the national championship every year. And, um, and that actually that 2013 and 14 academic year, UW-Whitewater became the first NCAA school in any division to win national championships in football, men's basketball, and men's baseball. You know, what was it like being a part of something to that magnitude? It was awesome. And, and honestly, like looking back now, like at the time, I didn't realize how historic that was. Um, but looking back now, like that, that's very rare. That, that doesn't happen. I don't remember the exact st statistics on it, but you know, we're the first program in the NCAA to ever do that. And I don't think that's happened since, honestly. I mean, you might know better than me, but, you know, we're the only team that has done that in all those three major programs. And, um, it's just, I, it's just credit to, you know, the, the, the culture at Whitewater, you know, we're, you come in and, and you're expected to be a champion and you got to practice like a champion. You got to play like a champion. So, and I think, you know, across all sports at Whitewater, that's what athletes want to epitomize and, and, and they go out and give their all every single day. And it just happened to be that year that, you know, those three, those three sports went out and, and balled out. Yeah. And obviously they, they kind of feed off each other. Right. I think that's something that we can attest to. I think in 2019, we had, you know, nine teams playing and seven of, them, seven of them won conference and eight of them made the conference turn or the NCAA tournament. And it's just kind of like you said, it's just the, the magnitude of here being here and wanting to win. And everybody has that competitive edge that you kind of feed off of it. Right. So every team. Right. If one team does well, that next team wants to do well um, and just kind of have that tradition of powered by tradition for sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, kind of going on just, you know, uh, about being about a student athlete. So. During your career, you're also a four-time WIAC Scholastic Honor Roll student. You know, how were you able to be so successful on the field, but also off the field in, in the classroom? Um, I just made the choice to be the best that I can. Whatever I'm doing, just try to be the best that I can. So that meant you know, waking up early, going to, going to workouts, going to practice, giving it my all. Afterwards, you know, going to the library, studying. Um, and trying to be the best student that I can because if you develop that type of um, responsibility to your life, you know, it's a choice. You, you got to make the choice to be great. Um, should, could I have came home after practice and just, you know, watch TV or, you know, hung out with friends? Yeah, absolutely. But I knew that I wanted more out of life. And if I didn't give it my all in all areas of life, I wouldn't get to where I, where I want to be. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good testament to it, right? I mean, you can't, you can't be really good at one thing and not good at another, right? You got to kind of balance those out and, be able to go and, you know, grind every single day. Yep. Um, so, you know, after your football career, you actually went on to get your master's degree in athletic administration at the uh, University of Louisville. You know, what kind of made you want to go down that career path? And, you know, what kind of made you want to change it lately with uh, starting your own company? Yeah, I think a lot of guys that, that finish up playing at Whitewater kind of have that same identity crisis once they finish. They're like, 
you know, wow, football's over, what's next? And I had no idea what was next. Um, you know, like most people, you want to play professionally. Um, the odds of doing that from D3 are very slim, as most know. Um, and, I, and I actually broke my foot three days before our, you know, Whitewater Pro Day. So I, I wasn't even able to compete. So like, I was lost, man, honestly. And, and I was just thinking to myself like, okay, I got this, this degree in finance, what do I do with it? I don't know, but I love sports. So, you know, I, I want to be involved in sports, whether that's working for sports or coaching. So I had, um, I got accepted to uh, University of Louisville and actually I was pretty lucky due to my, you know, my doing well in the classroom as well and being a leader on the field, I was able to get a, you know, a full ride scholarship or a graduate assistantship to Louisville. So naturally I took that. And then, um, you know, so I had a great time at Louisville, spent two years there probably about halfway through, um, you know, I, I thought that, you know, I wanted to be an athletic, you know, a division one athletic director. And it just, something in me just changed where I just knew there was more out of life and I wanted to do something else for myself. And um, that, that was around the time that I started reading, reading books, self-educating and, and getting involved in real estate. And that's when around the time that I started my company. Um, so I did finish up grad school I uh, did get my degree because I, you know, I was on scholarship. It, it made sense to just finish it out because I don't, I'm not, I don't just quit halfway through. Like I'm going to finish something. So, um, ended up finishing and um, kind of dove right into to my business. And um, I really haven't looked back. Like I love what I do every single day. I mean, it's not easy at all. You know, I work late nights, get up early mornings, but it's just like football. Like that's what we're used to. So, and, and this is kind of. The reason why I shared that was because I just want, um, you know, the young guys to know that whatever you study um, in school, don't feel like you have to do that. You know, really try to figure yourself out. And I think that's just kind of the course of going through college, going through sports. You know, you kind of figure yourself out um, throughout that process. So don't ever think that you have to go down one path. You know, you, you are in control of your life. So you get to choose what you want to do. And if you want to choose to do something, make sure you're doing it because that's what you love and, and it makes you happy. So at the time I wasn't happy doing what I, was, what I was doing, but I found real estate and that really made me happy. And I just dove all, dove all into it. Yeah. That, that is great advice, right? I mean, just cause you get a degree in one thing doesn't mean you can't go, you know, and change your life just, be, just because you're think, Oh, I got this degree. I got to do this. Right. I think, right. You can, you can, you can make your own life, whatever you want it. And you got to make sure that what you do is what you're happy with every day. You wake up and you're like, I'm not going to a job, right? This is what I love to do. This is, it's fun. Yeah. There's this, there's this guy, his name is uh, Jim Rohn. Uh, he's an entrepreneur. Um, he's got this quote that I really like. And um, he says, if you're not happy where you are, change it. You're not a tree. You know what I mean? It's like, if, if you don't like what you're doing, just, just do something else. Don't feel like you have to do something because, that's what other people tell you to do. Make your own decisions and do what makes you happy and give it all you have. Exactly. I like that quote too. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to steal that one from you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of looking at your whole collegiate career, you know, what was your favorite Warhawk experience? I mean, the game days were incredible. Um, but I think my favorite times, you know, at Whitewater were probably in the locker room. You know, there's there's something special about, you know, the you know the, the locker room with locker room with boys. Um, you know, there's some type of camaraderie camaraderie in there. 
And um, it's just, it's really hard to replicate that after you're done playing. So I always had the best times in the locker room, just, you know, messing around with people, um, getting ready for practice. I think that's its, its own ritual in itself, getting ready for games. Um, so I really enjoyed my time, you know, um, one, playing playing in the games, and then two, you know, afterwards in the locker room, just hanging out with everybody, celebrating. You know, a lot of celebrations take place in the locker room after, you, after a big win. So um, those are some of my favorite memories at Whitewater. And those are obviously – Right, the last couple of years we've had some pretty good in ours as well. I know that's something that uh, I talk to a lot of guys about. Right, you just after the game, that's where you go. You go to the locker room, you just celebrate, and you just you're with your brothers after either a huge win or whatever it may be. But you're all together, so that is that's nice. You know, kind of looking at your whole um, you know UW Whitewater experience again. You know, on and off the field, how did UW Whitewater help you get to where you are on and off the field? I think, um, you know, just being part of the program at Whitewater and learning how to um, practice like a champion, play like a champion, really carried over into life skills that I have now. Um, getting up early, giving everything you have, going above and beyond. Um, you know, that, that experience and that culture at Whitewater really helped me, you know, do what I'm doing. Um, I think it would be if I was in any part of program, any other program, I probably wouldn't have those same life skills that that Whitewater helps develop in their athletes. And um, I'm just really thankful to have been part of the program um, during my time there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just kind of looking at like we talked about before, just not getting one thing. What what other advice would you give uh, to incoming freshmen as they look to start their collegiate career? Swallow your pride, swallow your pride and give it all, give it your all. Um, trust the coaches, trust the process. And more importantly, um, you know, it's very rare for, for somebody to come in and, and make an immediate impact. Um, you have to get bigger, faster, stronger every single day. You need to learn the offense, learn the defense, um, you know, learn how to play college football, really, and compete. More importantly, go out there and compete and um, have fun while you're doing it. You know, there's that that's the thing. You can't go out there and be the best player or the best student if you're not having fun. So you got to go out there and have fun and really enjoy the game of football. But that all comes out, comes down to knowing the process and understanding that, hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come in my freshman. I'm more than likely not gonna come in my freshman year and and be that guy. So you got to earn your stripes every single day. Yeah, and I think that's great advice. I think the basically they're just having fun and swallowing your pride right you got you can't nothing's going to be given to you especially here at whitewater you got to earn everything that you do and you just got to have fun with it right that's why we're out here to play the game because we absolutely love it so you know going back to your personal life what does the next five years look like for you joe next five years um so i have a really big goal in my business um to be financially free whatever you know whatever that looks like um you know I want my business to be operating uh, without me. You know, if I go take a vacation with my fiance, um, who actually was an All-American volleyball player setter at Whitewater, um, if I want to go take a vacation with her, I don't have to worry that my business is still not operating. So I'm really trying to get to a point in my business where it's, you know, its own engine and, and, and it can run without me. And um, uh, really just, you know, having the choice to do what I want to without having to feel like I need to work. 
that's kind of my goal with the business that I'm doing. And the next five years, I really hope to achieve that. But that comes down to doing what I have to do today and now and working my butt off to be able to get to that point five years from now. Because it's really easy to let your foot off the gas sometimes and just, you know, kind of coast through life. But you, you need to be giving your all every single day if you want to achieve the goals that you have set for five years from now. And that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, and it, it kind of just goes back to what we talk about it at Whitewater, right? You got to trust the process. You got to grind every single day and do that. And hopefully, hopefully in five years, right, we have this conversation and say, hey, remember this interview? We talked about it. I am. That's, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of look back there. I hope to be on a beach sometime in five years and we can talk then. There we go. That works for me too. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, before we uh, uh, wrap this up here, Joe, we have five quick hitter questions for you. Okay. So the first one I have for you is favorite non-perking stadium venue to watch football. Lambeau Field. There we go. Favorite professional sports team. Go Pat, go. <laughs> favorite non-football hobby. Traveling. Favorite restaurant in Whitewater. Oh man. Um that's a tough one. I'll come back to that question. Okay. Uh, my the last one here is favorite place to go on vacation. I just got back from Cabo about a month ago, and it was amazing. But I think that Iceland, if anyone ever gets a chance to go to Iceland, it is like nothing you'll ever experience. It's just beautiful, beautiful atmosphere and landscape there. So Iceland, 100%. Perfect. And obviously now I got to ask you again, you know, favorite restaurant in Whitewater. <laughs> um, I, I think it's called the uh, uh, Tommy Lange used to always take us there. I think it's called the Cold Spring Inn. Does that sound right? Um, I don't know if I know that one, but. Okay. Well, 841 Brewhouse is a pretty good spot too. Okay. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> well, Joe, you know, thanks again for joining me today on Inside Warhawk Athletics presented by Educators Credit Union. I appreciate the time, you know, and I wish you all the best moving forward. Appreciate you, Nathan, man. Glad to have been on here, and I hope this uh, this helps some people out there listening, especially those young guys. Really, really soak in what I'm saying, and I hope you um, hope you take it to heart and really give it give it your all every single day. So, thanks again, Nathan. Yep, appreciate it, Joe.